0: Recording in the park today, yeah, love being outside and usually I do this inside the, the podcast so it's a little bit clearer but uh, there's nothing wrong with beautiful sounds of the birds in the background, it's quite a soothing. Uh, wanted to talk about frustration, it's been a while since I did a podcast uh, for reasons uh, within myself I guess as I'm progressing and have progressed back into work about six weeks ago and adjusting to that. And understanding what that's like I guess to support and share that with others uh, and also to I guess wait for certain shifts to happen within society uh, within I guess what's happening uh, around COVID and also what's happening um, with people and emotions that are arising as that comes. I've chosen to go with the topic of frustration as an overarching umbrella, not just to do with what's happening now with COVID and support people now, but also to reflect back on with strategies for how we can, I guess, prevent this frustration from internalizing within ourselves and then exploding. If you are uh, like me and uh, like a lot of people that work out there and people that I've spoken to over the last few months, you your job is your purpose. Your job is your passion. Um, when you I suppose, are in a position where it's not very efficient to be working remotely, then this is going to blow your mind this time. This is going to frustrate you. You will feel like um, you're maybe your work is a waste of time, that you are not um, working efficiently, that you're not making a difference. All of these things are going to lead to frustration. And how we cope with that is huge. You might also be in a situation where you can work remotely, you've got like an office job, but you are feeling trapped. You're feeling trapped in your home, and you know you're not being able to socialise. Even little things like going to work and seeing people in the staff room um, and having a coffee—it's just all of these things that are going to lead to um, different forms of frustration. And uh, first, I think I really want to mention that they're normal. You know, entering back into work, entering back into society. You know, here in Australia, we've just opened up restaurants. Things are looking different. I had dinner last night, and you know there's temperature checks as you go in. There is no table service. Um, Half the restaurants closed, and you can only sit for 90 minutes. So, you know, I felt frustrations during this time. But also, I really want to talk of the first strategy that's helped me through this time, and it may help you, which is the gratitude. I could have easily been at dinner and thought, oh, what? This is frustrating. Why are we having to line up? Why are we having to only do a 90-minute session? I want to order now. Nobody's face-to-face with me. Um, I'm not big on technology. Me and my best mate, we ordered our food through (laughs) an app. Um, And for me, you know, there's frustrations there with the type of individual that I am. And uh, I then flipped my mindset, and that flip is powerful gratitude, I was able to have a tap beer, a pot of beer (laughs) that um, I haven't had in a long time. I was able to sit face to face uh, with my friend and converse in a really intimate manner compared to uh, messaging over the phone. I have experienced these things uh, when living overseas last year in cambodia and um, i have a bit of work over there and i my work is in a very raw environment in the village and i guess everything is stripped back and i'm able to step into gratitude there and to understand what i miss back home and now it's funny because it, that's connected right now to COVID, with things shutting. you know the gyms the, the restaurants those things um, that we have here they're external elements and they're they're definitely not needs But, you know, when we're brought up in that conditioning, they become wants, but they're also very beautiful to be able to go and utilize. And uh, for me, it's that connection with others. And um, I guess last night I was able to feel that. Going back into work, you know, uh, things were different. We were trying to social distance, um, all of, a lot of rules in place, uh, a lot of rules in place for me to return into my workplace. But they really weren't effective. Uh, within the first week, they had to be altered. Uh, we knew when we saw these rules that they weren't going to work. And um, they were top heavy, it had come down from department. Uh, we're on the ground, and you know, we were going as teachers, this is not going to work in our teaching environment. Still, we had to do it. There was huge frustrations there. Um, I remember you know, going home quite upset that weekend, my first, back, first week back at work, I spent um, that weekend in tears because I had so much frustration trying to adapt to new changes. This is where I think strategy two is hugely important and that is being able to release your emotions. If you're not able to release frustration, that will bubble, bubble, bubble and pop. You may see people uh, that you believe have a short fuse, I really don't believe, uh, this is a big statement, but people are born with a short fuse. I think that sometimes we're not able to release our emotions and we may be in very demanding jobs and that bubble, 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 and like I teach with the kids, the volcano erupts. And. That one is hugely frustrating. We might be frustrated on a Monday at work and something significantly um, you know, frustrating has occurred, and then we bottle, 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 we cope with it at the time because we need to, and then our partner says something small, somebody at the coffee shop gets the order wrong, and bang, you've erupted, and you've actually taken out on the wrong person when hopefully uh, with this strategy you can see it release. Meditation is huge and I will go in with um, an overall strategy to sit with yourself, to sit with your feelings and feel that. Think about where that's come from, move through it and release it. If you are big on meditation, I think it's great. Jump on YouTube, do a guided meditation. You can do them as little as like three to five minutes to 30 minutes and without knowing you're going to be able to sit with what's happened during the week, release it and, and move through. Now, I would do this probably weekly with from now on through going back into work um, to whenever that's going to look like for you. Don't just go and do that during ISO uh, and then when you go back to work just stop. I feel knowing I've done both and I feel like there's been different frustrations faced during the isolation period to then going back to work and integrating uh, back into that working full time life. If you're not big on meditation um, I'm big on sitting and writing uh, figuring out what I'm feeling. And sometimes I think the value in this is things that I've written about and I've felt and that have broken me down. Um, Like that first weekend I was back at work in in tears. I didn't actually realize I was frustrated. I had slowed down, it was a Sunday. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's all cool. Like everything's fine, I'm feeling great. Sunday times and these tears came. And I think because I'd given myself that time to stop, uh, my Sunday morning's very standstill. And I, all these tears were coming out and it was frustrations from that week. I think of the flip and I'm like, if I hadn't have had that space and that time to slow down and think and reflect and release, would that have carried on to the next week? How would that have affected my job? Um, and I believe it was significantly would have with the teaching um, setting that I'm in. And I guess I just found that from that point on, that stopping reflecting is something that I really wanted to share within this podcast because I feel like it is significantly influential to be able to let go of frustration and not have that volcano erupting in another direction. If you're needing support with, I guess, how to write and release and prompts for that with frustration, I would just go simply with being able to sit down, uh, reflect on your week. Now, you could do this as an overall week and say, successes I don't use the word failures but I suppose obstacles so what were things that worked really well uh, what were things that didn't from there you might be able to elaborate on why those didn't work and out will come frustrations so when things don't go to plan we become frustrated whether we're aware of it or not It may be frustration towards yourself, towards other people, or towards a system. Uh, For me, (laughs) I get really frustrated at systems. I don't really get a lot of frustration at other people. I'm able to kind of detach and walk away. But when a system's not working efficiently, bang, I've lost it, and I will carry that. And usually, yeah, I carry, if I'm to carry that frustration, it it will be maximum a week, um, and I'm able to release that on my Sunday morning. That's another thing that I think's important, set yourself a day. If you'd like to do it morning and get on a meditation in the morning, go for that. That's like a daily release and I think that's ideal. Um, if you are like me and you like a, a larger reflective time, I do a Sunday morning and I look, I do spend about two hours and I go inward. I put on some beautiful Tibetan healing music that you can find on YouTube if you just Google Tibetan uh, meditational healing music. I put that on, I get my pen um, and I right. I would use those prompts. Um, Once you've written down what you're feeling and and whatever's come out, like look, when I pick up my pen, I don't actually realize what's about to come out until I reflect on it later. But once you've done that process, tear it up, put it in the bin, um, and get rid of it. You don't want to hang on to it, okay? You don't want, you want to move forward. Everything with self-development is a a move forward. There's times where we can reflect back on positives and look, keep your successes, keep that list there, because that's a really great motivation to keep achieving. But when you're looking at things that have caused your grief, caused you issues, the whole point of release is to let it go. So tear that one up and, and put in the bin. To end the podcast, just a short one this, this month, I just wanted to, I guess, be there and say that frustration is so normal to feel. I remember feeling frustration um, From the day I can remember thinking uh, from being small, I see it when I've worked with children from a young age through to uh, adolescence that I work with now and adults, it is an everyday thing and you'll have times where you're in a relationship and there's frustration, you'll have times that can be partner, friendship, family, you'll have times at work where there's frustrations, Um, you'll be frustrated within yourself and we just must work on how to release that. I see people explode and look, I get that um, sometimes we need to release, (laughs) it's just how we do it, you know, seeing or imagining somebody sitting with themselves and um, being vulnerable, you don't have to do this with others, but Releasing, crying, riding, going to the gym, punch a punching bag, but not being at a cafe and getting a coffee and your order's wrong and exploding at somebody that does not deserve it. You know, this is the type of difference that we want to see in the world and that we can see um, if we make changes to our thinking. All right, get through these times. Be mindful of gratitude. Do not think of the negatives, think of the positives. Think of Um, how cool it is to be going back to restaurants, to be able to travel, all those things that are magnificent and happy. Um, Be appreciative for going back to work. Uh, Don't be scared. Do not live in fear. And please start practicing ways to release frustration because I guarantee that everyday life uh, brings that on. See you all. See you next episode.